Hello and welcome to this podcast from the BBC World Service. Please let us know what you think and tell other people about us on social media. Podcasts from the BBC World Service are supported by advertising. The drama. They're having to be separated. They've both been shown the red card. The entertainment. And the superstar. Oh, no, no, yes. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. I'm Mark Chapman, and every week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. They have this dynamism and this quality that they can play anywhere. They need to prove themselves in scoring more and more and more goals. I think if they don't win the title this year, the season is a failure in the league. Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. World football from Ivory Coast. Welcome to the show with the hosts having a party of a lifetime. I'm standing outside the Alisson Ouattara Stadium where Ivory Coast have booked a place in the Africa Cup of Nations final. A 1-0 victory over DR Congo. Sebastian Allaire, the hero. None of the drama or the miracles of the last three rounds, but a really impressive and dominant performance. More on that shortly because we'll also be talking about their opponents in the final. It will be Nigeria. The Super Eagles making it through in a nail-biting fashion against South Africa on penalties. We'll hear from former South Africa captain Dean Furman with his reaction. But let's start right here. Ivory Coast in the final after Allaire's looping shot. Bounced off the turf over the keeper and in. AFCON expert, French football broadcaster and writer Patrick Julliard is with us as his Ivorian football journalist, Salia Drame. We have to start with you, Salia. How did that feel, Ivory Coast in the final? Yes, it's a pleasure for us. We are very happy. We didn't expect this result because we've been died here in this stadium and now we rise up and today we, 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 we're going through the final and we, we've beaten JR uh, Congo uh, on, the, on the game. We didn't go on the extra time even on penalty shot. That's very good for us. We're very happy for it and we're expecting more in the final against Nigeria. Yeah, no drama, no, no miracles. Just, no, just no miracles. Today is a play. Today we play. Today we did what you can do. They show us what they're worth. What they're worth. So it's a it's a pleasure for us. We we happy for that, and we expecting to to have this kind of playing, this kind of this way of playing the game at the final. Yeah, Patrick, this is what we expected from Ivory Coast at the start of the tournament. This was a really good performance. They, they never looked in doubt, really. No, they never looked in doubt. You you felt at the start of the game there was some nervousity tension in the central defense but uh, DRC could not take advantage of that and then they took the lead of the game they took the control of the ball I think also you have to underline the fact that the changes by MS Fire were really the right changes at the right moment Um, unlike De Sabre who more yeah, it seemed like he didn't really know what to do at times, no, Sebastian no, no. Desar, who had a great tournament. He's had a great yeah. tournament, but it looked as though he, he didn't really know how to attack this Ivory Coast yeah, team. Yeah, the, the trouble with Desar is that he started with two old players. Yeah, back that's the manager at DR Congo, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Kakuta. And you know they can do 90 minutes, so he had to change uh, before. And so he, he had uh, wasted one change by replacing Kakuta. So he could not be as uh, reactive as Fire was afterwards. And... You see the impact Lazar Ramani had when he entered. And you have to underline also the fact that the 
two players, players that were injured at the start of the tournament, Simon Adingra and Sébastien Haller, were really great today. And Sébastien Haller scored. So everything looks like uh, in, the, in the right way for Ivory Coast. Yeah, we've got some fans gathering here, so we'll have a chat to a couple of fans in a little bit. Sally, uh, yes. the atmosphere in there, it's my first time in that stadium. I've watched football in Ivory Coast before, but... Wow, that, that blew me away. That is some noise. Is that the best it's been in this the, tournament? Yeah, it's the best, it's the best uh, atmosphere in the tournament. I told you before the game, today we're gonna, uh, the fans are going to show more than, than other games. They, was, they were better, better today. They show what they can do with supporting the team. And the, since the beginning until the end, they give voices. That's what we need. That's what we need for the, for the rest of the game, for the rest of the competition, for the final. So we're happy for them. They also are happy for the results. So that's very good for everyone in Africa right now. I think it's a party all around the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's see. Let's see the people partying here. We've got an Ivory Coast fan. How yes, are you sir. feeling? I feel great. That was an amazing performance, wasn't it? And you're in the final. Yes, we are. You know, uh, the way that it started, nobody expected us to be there, but we persevere, and you know, we hang tight. <laughs> so we really thankful to God. Also, we have to say. Thank you to the Congo because they give their heart, they play a good game. And uh, thank you to all of you. At least you came and saw another aspect of Africa, not Ivory Coast. And there's a final to come. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Can we have thank a cheer? You. Can we have a cheer for Ivory Coast? Yeah! 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 My name is Sebastian Allen. <laughs> we got a Sebastian Allen lookalike trying to get on the podcast. Patrick. Look into the final. It seems as though th- th- their name is on the trophy. It's almost destiny f- for them to win this trophy. Yeah, it looks like returning the stars, you know. When they were nearly dead and now they're more alive than ever. And they can believe the, the win because they didn't need extra time. Though Nigeria needed extra time and uh, penalty shootout. So that could be also an advantage. They're gaining power from game to game. Though Nigeria seems to be a more... Uh, in control so it will be a really interesting final I think if you look at the entirety of the tournament Nigeria as the best team the more balanced team they found the perfect uh, starting 11 after only two games though Ivory Coast is always adapting with a kind of uh, the Faye MS Faye with his beginners like and everything it touches turns yeah, into Yeah, the interim gold. coach. That's, it's been incredible. That's amazing. Uh, All its changes are perfect. Yeah, well, we, I, I'd forgotten that, that the Ivory Coast had sacked a manager during this tournament. MS Fire has come in and he's done a great job. The people in Ivory Coast must be so proud of him, Salia. Uh, yes, we're a little bit surprised by him, but we don't expect him to do like this, as he's doing so. So maybe it's a luck for him, as Patrick was saying, but we, we know that uh, we, we're seeing that he knows the, 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 the players, so he you know how to make changes, how to do uh, to use uh, this kind of player. We saw today he brought out uh, maybe Seri Jean Michel and bring bring in uh, Simon. Uh, no, I mean uh, Lazar Armani, who was very impactful in the game. So we think that we're not surprised as that, but because he has his part to do in this in this uh, selection, this team today, he showed us that he can do more. We expected maybe he can be there for maybe five, five years. Wow, he could be the long-term yeah, coach for now. For a long time, in order to maybe uh, make us uh, dream again. Wow, you're going to dream in the final. <laughs> Salia, Patrick, thank you so much thank you. For, for joining us. Wow.
Ivory Coast in the final. They're going to play Nigeria, who beat South Africa on penalties. Finish 1-1 after 90 minutes. Two penalties. Troost Ekong and McQuayna. There was drama at the end of the game when Nigeria thought they'd won 2-0, but no, there was a VAR check. And in fact, there'd been a foul in the Nigeria penalty area. Penalty for South Africa. They equalised, then it went to penalties. And this time, Ronald Williams, the South Africa captain, couldn't be the hero. Nigeria won the game. Kelechi Inacho with the winning spot kick. I've just been speaking to the former South Africa captain, Dean Furman, his team out of the Cup of Nations, although they do go through to the third-place playoff. But what did he make of that performance and what did he make of that game? Yeah, ultimately heartbreak for Bafana Bafana. What an incredible tournament. They served up some brilliant football, lots of drama, penalty shootout, but ultimately it ends in heartbreak. They really gave absolutely everything to get back into the game against Nigeria the way they did, to be so close to going on and winning the game in normal time and then to ultimately lose on penalties is devastating against uh, Nigeria, who always seemed to have the upper hand against us, which is such a disappointment because we were right in the game and, and did have our opportunities. But credit to Nigeria once again. They go on into the final, but for our boys, they can go home. I know that the South African nation will be wishing them will be welcoming them home with, with open arms and, and they'll be getting the hero's welcome. You must have been confident in the penalty shootout after what Ronald Williams had done in the last round, but just didn't go your way. Nigeria seemed to handle the penalties really well. I was full of confidence with Ronald. In fact, um, Truce Kong's penalty during the game wasn't particularly convincing. Ronald went the wrong way. So surprising that it went under him. Um, and then the penalties, you're expecting him to get his hand to one or two. As I said, he always does. But Nigeria's penalties uh, were very good on the, uh, on the whole. They, they dealt with a pressure situation better than the South Africans. And hopefully it's a learning curve for South Africa because they can go into the next tournament, the next qualifying, full of confidence that they are one of the big nations, one of the big teams on the continent again. Did Nigeria impress you today? What did you, what did you make of their performance? It was a patchy performance from them. I didn't think they were overly fantastic. I thought I've seen them play better in earlier rounds. I've seen them be more more dangerous on the counter attack, especially against Ivory Coast in the in the second game in the uh, in the group stages where they sat back, they invited Ivory Coast to bring the game onto them, and they went they broke with incredible pace. I thought Lookman uh, and Moses uh, Simon didn't really show that real burst of pace, that real high energy, that high intensity that they showed previously. But Victor Osman, again, first half, he was particularly quiet. We know he's been struggling with that injury. Second half, he came alive. He did absolutely fantastically to win that penalty. And going into this final, they will need him to be on his A game. And I think you've got to start taking some of those chances that keep coming his way. Yeah, yeah. do you think the goals will come? I mean, I, I, like you, I'm so impressed by his work rate in this tournament. Well, he keeps putting himself in the positions and it's so surprising because they keep landing on his head and he gets up so well, he, he, you're expecting it to be in the back of the net and he's just blazed quite a few headers throughout this tournament over the bar. So technically, he's just getting under the ball. But for a player of his quality, you really expect him, you, you expect him to be on five, six, seven goals already by this, by this stage of the tournament. And it wouldn't write him off as being the star of the final. 
finally, Dean, give me your final thoughts on South Africa. What a tournament. They were my dark horse and they did me proud getting to the semi-finals. You must be really proud of the boys and, and how well they did. Not many people expected them to, to get this far. They really did us all proud. I think um, it was a phenomenal tournament for them, losing the first game, but actually putting in a good performance. Then going through the group stage pretty convincingly, fantastic win against Morocco. And they really looked like they could go the whole way in a tournament that's shown, that's given us upsets throughout. It looked like South Africa could really be the dark horse who goes all the way. I think going forward, they've built something really special. This group is a relatively young group. They can have another campaign together. They'll have World Cup qualifiers coming up. That's an absolute must. We've not qualified for the World Cup for far, far too long. That's a must. The next AFCON is only around the corner. A lot of this crop will still be there and hopefully they can build on the experiences this time round. World football from Ivory Coast. Dean Furman there, friend of world football at AFCON. He's had a great tournament. His team had a great tournament, but they are out Nigeria into the final. And I found a Nigerian here outside the Alassane Ouattara Stadium. He was watching Ivory Coast, but we want to talk about the Super Eagles. Fizeo Dairo is here. Fizeo, how proud are you? Nigeria in the final. I'm absolutely proud, especially of the boys. Nobody gave them the chance coming into this tournament. Um, performances in 2023 was not that encouraging, but uh, they turned the corner in this tournament after the opening draw. They, they found a formation that was working and then they got all the way. Even when they considered the last gap equalizer from the South Africans, everyone still believed and they got onto the penalties and they were able to do the job. That was crazy at the end of the game. I tried to describe it and I, I, you know, I, I think I got it right. So Victor Osterman scored to make it 2-0 and then there was a VAR check. You thought you were through, you thought you were the VAR check, yeah. penalty South Africa. At that stage, you must have thought, this is not our day. Absolutely, it was crazy. And, you know, everyone was nervous going to the shootout because we knew what Roman Williams did in the quarterfinal. So at that point, when the VAR brought it back, like you said, we felt it was not meant to be actual, but the boys stood up to be counted in the penalty shootout. You were inside the Alison Watara Stadium with me watching Ivory Coast. So you know what noise they can make and how intimidating they can make it for opponents. What are you, what are you feeling about the final? Yeah, are you it, confident? Yeah, I am, but it's scary, really. Um, I know that we are going to be facing a team different from the one we defeated in the group stage. You know, they, they probably played their best game of the tournament tonight against, uh, the, 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 against the Congolese. But Nigeria is Nigeria and the Ivorians as well know that when they face Nigeria, it's a different ball game entirely. Yeah, this history, isn't there, between Ivory Coast and, and Nigeria. But they looked a bit tired, I thought, Nigeria. Some of the players looked a bit tired. Is that a worry? It Whereas is. Whereas Ivory Coast didn't. They've kind of grown now. They, they, put, they put in a really strong performance, energetic. Yeah, that, that's why I said it's clearly because the Ivory Coast had four players suspended for the semi-final and they'll be back for the final. While Nigeria, the crack has been showing since the game against Angola. A number, a number of the players are coming up injured. But the spirit is still there and we are counting on that spirit on Sunday. You know what I want to see? A goal for Victor Osserman. Come on, he deserves... I know he's got one goal in this tournament, but he deserves another one. All this work rate he's putting in in the tournament. Fizeo, thank you so much. You'll be back here for the final. Absolutely. Guys, it's what dreams are made of. Let's it's watching go, your mate. team in a final of a Cup of Nations. Thank you so much. Wow. This has been an amazing Cup of Nations, and we have got a final that we deserve for this tournament. Ivory Coast against Nigeria. What a game that will be in the showpiece event of African football. Thanks for listening to World Football at AFCON. 
World Football at AFCON is a BBC Sport production from the BBC World Service. The drama. They're having to be separated. They've both been shown the red card. The entertainment. And the superstar. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. I'm Mark Chapman, and every week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. They have this dynamism and this quality that they can play anywhere. They need to prove themselves in scoring more and more and more goals. I think if they don't win the title this year, the season is a failure in the league. Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.